0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com.
1: Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. It's time now for the classic car show with Tom Cox and Richard Lintonello. Woohoo!
2: Welcome back. Bu- yeah. Good morning. Welcome to another installment of Automotive Mayhem. I've got a frosty Dr. Pepper at the ready, and uh, we're getting ready to talk. Huh? Richard, you chatty this morning? Yeah. It, you know, I just came in from outside. It's
0: a nice crisp morning. It's The sun is shining, blue skies. It's, you know, it's really, really we're nice. In lo- yeah. And the little crocuses are starting to come up. I mean... Hopefully we won't get snow and they end up croaking. But, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful morning and glad to be back on the radio. some car.
2: So we do have one thing coming up uh, that we want to let everybody know about now. You know, every year in February, the, for, since uh, 1935, the anti Automobile Club of America has had its annual convention in February because, you know, really in February in the states, unless you're in South Florida, which we just had a big show down there in Miami this past weekend. Um, well, actually, yes, yeah, it's today. Well, today. Uh, so, today. It's today. So today, today, today. So we're down there in the Miami uh, area look it up online aaca.org it'll tell you where to go and all AACA shows are open and free to the general public I know that they have well over uh, 200 uh, fantastic cars registered down there today so uh, you might want to check it out yeah it's at the Railroad Museum just south of Miami on the south
0: side which which would be a great venue I know it's going to be great. Oh we yeah, have, uh, we have a uh, Milton Stern from Crankshaft Magazine be roaming the aisles there today, looking for future feature cards that we could put in the magazine. So, uh, yeah,
2: a <coughs> good turnout. Going couldn't, to couldn't be a great time down there for them. I, I wish I was there. I was there the last time uh, the region uh, did a show down there, and it was it was great. Um, and then. Not next week, but the following week. We have the ACA convention, aforementioned, uh, but it's going to be in Williamsburg. And now, just to be specific, you can cannot you know, register at this time to go to the banquets and things of that nature or the dinners. But if you want to just show up at the hotel, you can show up. Pay your registration and go to Friday's seminars and go to the activities that are there on Saturday morning. There will still be some seminars there on Saturday and uh, then the uh, annual meeting of the membership, which comes about on Saturday afternoon. So, uh, you know, come on down. If you're in Miami, go to the show. And then week after next, go to Williamsburg. Uh, Richard and I will both be there, and Richard is going to be manning his crankshaft magazine booth. And, uh. With a who knows? Yes. I might even be kind enough to s- sit in for him once in a while so he can, you know, go get some sort of sustenance, you know.
0: sustenance. Wow, that's, that's a big word for a guy who lives up on top of the mountains in Virginia. Substance. You mean,
2: gross. <laughs> <crop. laughs> Viddles. How about vittles? <laughs> uh, you, you beat me to it. <laughs> vittles, <laughs> go get you some vittles. Oh, but you them. know what? Hey, I, I got to tell everybody how proud I am of you. So, you know, last year we were at Virginia Festival of the Wheel, and um, they had collard greens, and you actually had some. Yeah, I, was, I, I was so totally totally impressed.
0: I went back to the second. They were excellent. And, uh, <laughs> I gotta learn how to make them now. But, uh, regarding AACA shows, you know, it's the planning ahead in, uh, the upcoming, well, not upcoming, but, you know, it's sometime in, uh, let's, let's see when it is. The Grand National, which is the big, the big AACA show, uh, that's going to take place in Bettendorf, Iowa. August, like, the 10th to the 13th, and that's when you're going to see, like, like what, 500 plus cars, and you're going to see cars that we never see because it's, it's, it's in the Midwest, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that. I got that marked on my calendar. So that's August no. 10th to the 15th, <laughs> AAC at Grand Nationals, and, and that's when we select the Zenith Award winner. So uh, come on out for that event. off Iowa, right across the river. From Moline, Illinois,
2: uh, the home of John Deere. Um, you know, yes. the, the, one, the one thing I want to say every opportunity I get, and this is like any other, uh, the AACA Grand National is the largest, most diverse, diverse assemblage of the finest cars in the country that you'll see at any show. And I don't care whether you're talking about Pebble Beach, I don't care if you're talking about Amelia Island, wherever it may be, it's the largest grouping, most largest and most diverse grouping of the finest vehicles shown in this country at any given time uh, throughout the whole year. It is the show, and that's the AACA Grand National. And it really doesn't get the push that it should, and the recognition out there says that it should. Um, you know, all of the cars at the Grand National are AACA senior award-winning cars, at, the, at the least, which means all of the cars that are on the field are restored to the nines. They're fabulous automobiles best examples existing of whatever that car may be. Um, So, you you really, I I cannot stress it enough. It's an amazing event.
0: You know why that's my favorite show? Why? Because I'm there? Because, oh, I thought it was because I was there. It's free, folks. Where else in the country can you go to a show that is that is Twice as large as Amelia Island and Pebble Beach combined, and it's free to get in. You can't. It's such a bargain. So, uh, yeah, come on out, Benton, North Iowa. Now, no, speaking of, so. you mentioned Amelia Island, which which is my favorite concourse. Uh Mine too. Just Mine jester- too. By the way, yeah, just yesterday I signed the paperwork. Crankshaft is going to have a booth on the show field on Sunday uh, near the pond. So come on out! And if you haven't seen a copy of Crankshaft magazine, we're going to have a booth. We'll be there all day. Uh, My wife Lori and I will be there, and uh, really looking forward to it. So come on out, folks!
2: Definitely go by and talk talk to Lori. Um, Don't bother talking to Richard. Talk to Lori. Trust me, I know. I know this, folks. I know this. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Amelia Island, to me, has always been the enthusiast's concourse. It yeah. has so much of everything. There's rarely is there a an opportunity to go and see so many really cool things and you know the race cars and the just off the charts classics and uh just so many unusual cars that you see there brought in from all over the world not just all over the world from within the states but all over the world Um, yep now you know uh
0: after Amelia Island or they call it the Amelia now uh There's another great concourse that doesn't get a lot of exposure, and it's on, you know, the low-key side, but it's a wonderful venue at a great spot, and that's the Greenbrier Concourse in White Springs, West Virginia. It's at the famed Greenbrier Hotel, and that's May 7th to the 9th, and that is an absolutely wonderful concourse, isn't it, Tom?
2: I think I've seen you Well. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I, I have to be a little biased there, but um, I'm part of the uh, Greenbrier Concord Committee there, and uh, yeah, it's an amazing show, it really, truly is, and it's in White Sulphur Springs, and the Greenbrier Hotel, uh hundreds, hey, Everybody. Well, well, long over, well over a hundred years of history there. It, it's just an amazing place, it's just the history, um, and because of its proximity to D.C., gosh, it was the place to go. It's still the place to go, and a lot of the manufacturers debuted their uh, new lineup of vehicles at the uh, Greenbrier for years and years and years. And they still meet there often. In fact, uh, what was it, just last year, the Society of Automotive Engineers had their uh, big annual shindig up there at the Greenbrier. But uh, it's going to be a really good show.
0: Here's a good tidbit of information. And I don't know if you know this, but Chevrolet named the Corvair van the Greenbrier after the Greenbrier Hotel.
2: Did you know that? I, I did know that. Um, I've yeah. been trying to convince the hotel that they need to buy one.
0: Yes, they should. Yep.
2: And th- there's also another Greenbrier, and that would be the uh, Rambler Nash Nash Rambler Greenbrier Wagon, which uh-huh. also de- debuted at the Greenbrier Hotel. Um, but it's, it, yeah. it is a great time, folks, and the campus there is just so beautiful and so nice staff is beyond compare up there. Um, the cool thing about that is the staff is multi-generational. You know, their father's father and father's father worked there. Um, it's just a great place, and it is going to be a whole lot of fun up there. And the scenery is yeah, beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's a little more than 100 cars of all different types of muscle cars, the classics, the European exotics, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, Yeah, we're going to be there this year again, and, you know, uh, come on out. It's it's, What is it? It's in the southeast corner of West Virginia, Uh, just like an hour from
2: Roanoke, Virginia, right? It's right on the border. uh, Just about a stone's throw from my home here on the mountain. There you go. That makes you you happy? (laughs) And they even got a big cement pond. (laughs) <laughs> that they do. That they do. And the uh, excellent, excellent vittles. Excellent vittles yep. at the Greenbrier, for sure. Um, so, you know, you, you, you and I got into a little discussion the other day, and I know it won't be long before we'll be up on a break, but we were talking about, you know, our favorite authors, favorite books, you know, enjoyable reads. Um, Things of that nature, and um, you know, of course, doing what you do day in and day out. I mean, you know, you've got a laundry list a mile long. Um, you know, I've got a few of my own that are that are favorites. Um, but we'll start with the mundane. Um, you know, the old reference book, the old you know books that you don't mind getting fingerprints on that have a little dog-eared. Uh, grease-stained page at the very beginning, and for me, uh, it is time for a break. I knew we were getting close, folks. we'll be right back.
3: When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories. The type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com.
1: Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve. You'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888 Antique or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783. Or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the Americas Broadcast Network.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and now, back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello.
2: Howdy! We're back. <laughs> we're back. So we're talking about uh, books and books and articles and writers and all of those things. But the more mundane, the one thing we really can't do without, you know, um, you know, can can do without reading anything by Richard, that guy Rich Lentinello. But you can't do without good reference material when you're working on your car. Am I am I wrong?
0: You got to have it. I mean, you know, there's there's no way you could put together a car the correct way or tune it or repair it without you know the proper manual. Buy the factory. Factory manuals are the best. They built the car but so they know how
2: things have to go together. It's absolutely right. And and today, and, and we've said this before, with the ubiquity of online. Sales of whatever it may be whether it's marketplace or ebay or, or any of the other venues it really makes factory shop manuals a lot more affordable because there's just more of them making it out to the market they're not in some dusty corner somewhere it's really easy for people to put them out there for sale you know, years ago prior to the internet you didn't you didn't have that chance you had to go to a to buy them or you had certain specialty vendors that sold them and they were expensive but richard loves them because now they're cheap relatively speaking um, they are so you can, and you know a lot of shop
0: manuals now are being reprinted well I guess the easiest way to find them is you know again join the club if you have a nash or a hudson or a Pontiac join those clubs and you'll be able to uh, track down reprinted shop manuals, And they have body manuals and all, chassis manuals. They have all different kinds that, uh, man, they come in handy. Right now I'm putting together a Triumph CR-3 that I bought in 4,000 boxes. Nothing was labeled, and I got bolts and nuts, everything all over the place. And I have a, a standard Scion shop manual and parts catalog, which has you know, explosive views of each component and all the down to the nut and washer and bolt and everything else springs, and I'm using that to look at these parts and go, oh, this is how it goes together. This goes here, this goes there. So you know, you just can't restore a car without the proper literature. So uh, yeah,
2: it works every penny, folks. They really are. It's 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 the first place to start. No doubt about it. Now, you know, for those people who um, have earlier cars, you know, because the early cars, they had instruction manuals, but they didn't have the detailed shop and assembly manuals that post-war cars had. Um, and, again, it becomes crucial that you join join up with a club, um, you know, if you decide you want a Model T. Which is a great thing because the Model T is a great starter car for anybody, uh, especially these days, because you can go out and and pick up a T, complete car, uh, maybe even running for under ten grand, and Model T Ford Club of America. You, all the publications they have everything necessary for you they make it available so that you can determine exactly what fasteners to use so on and so forth same thing is true of the uh Model A Ford Restorers Club they they have their own manuals Cadillac LaSalle Club they have their own authenticity um manuals uh that they print and make available uh that you can purchase as a member um, Early cars, Uh, you know, Dyke's automobile and gas engine encyclopedia. From the very early days, uh, brass era, all the way through to the end of the 30s and 40s, um, Dyke's automotive. Automobile and Gas Engine Encyclopedia. Great information in there. It tells you everything you ever wanted to know and more about automobiles, including you know how to replace the the tops, how to you know affix fabric, all of those things. So it's not just strictly information on the mechanical end of things. It's everything. It's in a general sense. It's not specific to each make. But then again, back then, all the manufacturers used similar techniques when they were building the cars and putting them together. So, um, Yeah, I, I have enough, a book, uh, and I really like the fold-out
0: pages, like oh, the lubrication charts and things like that. I mean, there's so much information in that book. It's just amazing. I mean, you can find information on DuPonts and STARS and all kinds of, you know, Small production automobiles and popes and besides the usual Buick's and Pontiac's and Chrysler's but yeah, it's just an amazing book and I found mine uh, on eBay. I think I paid like $65 for it. It was about 10 years ago and uh, yeah, you gotta have a Dykes manual, folks, in your library. It's just amazing. You'll be shocked at the information that's in there. But, but you know, yeah. you, you, do need, uh, you do need a magnifying glass because the print is really small because so much information is crammed into those, what is it, like over 1,000 pages, 1,500 pages.
2: So, uh, yeah, good stuff. It's, it's huge. Um, it's fun just to thumb through, uh, honestly. Even if you don't have a car of that vintage, it's it's just great to thumb through and, you know, see how all those things were put together and how things were done. Um, it, it's, it's really cool, lots of fun. Uh, another one you know automobile engineering' it's another uh, pre-war uh, manual it usually came in you know comes in various volumes uh, you know one two three four five and so on and uh, it takes up different subject matters engine electrical and so on uh, another really great companion to the uh, dykes, automobile and gas engine encyclopedia would be the uh, automobile engineering series and volumes and then beyond that for quick reference post war well pre-war also but Chilton's and motor Um, I cut my teeth on those just simply because it's really easy to get to specifications and things of that nature basic information regarding the engines and so forth not a lot of specific stuff and chilton's and motors sort of the general reference manual but they're great to have handy too because you just they're all over the place they're easy to get you don't have to worry about damaging them or mine are full of grease prints and everything else under the sun um they're well worn and well used but uh Great quick reference material in those books. Also, Hollander Interchange. A lot of manufacturers bought, you know, take various, uh, like Ray Bestis or Spicer or any of the large manufacturers, McQuay Norris, back in the day. Um, a lot of manufacturers tried to use the same parts that other manufacturers used just simply because those companies that made the parts made them in great number. And, you know, you wanted to save a few pennies here and there when you were putting the cars together. So, you know, it turns out a lot of cars utilize similar components or the very exact same component um, to the point where you can interchange them, like between AMC and General Motors or... Hudson and Graham and so on and so forth and so Hollander interchange manuals are really helpful too a lot of this stuff you can get on uh, DVD these days uh, or you know and just plump it into the computer I prefer to have something in my hands I'm just one of those people if I can't hold it 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 just doesn't ring true to me but uh, those are great great books and then Rich If you don't find what you need in any of those, where do you go? Well, I guess you would go to the
0: AACA Library and Research Center in Hershey, Pennsylvania.
2: (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Amazing, yes. AACA Library and Research Center in Hershey, PA. It is the most accessible public automotive library in the world. And we have three librarians ready to help you out, ready to find whatever it is you need amongst the millions of documents that are housed there. It's just incredible. Um, I'm getting ready to do a seminar. We, We mentioned the ACA National Convention, and I was pressed into doing a, Stacey Zimmerman twisted my arm to do a seminar on automobiles in the Old Dominion, uh, which is another word for state of Virginia here. And uh, so uh, I had donated... I had done, I had a fairly extensive collection of information and literature on the very few cars that were built in the state of Virginia. And for safekeeping, I just decided I'd donate all that to the AACA Library and Research Center, which all of you should do if you have stuff laying around and or it's very rare and, you know, you think it needs to be preserved for others to benefit from Donated to the AACA Library and Research Center. But my point is, I had all this stuff, and then I donated it to the AACA Library and Research Center so that it could be preserved. You know, they have the climate-controlled area to keep everything in so that it doesn't deteriorate. And then, of course, they have the librarians curate things so that they don't get destroyed or damaged. And uh, so I'm like, this is the best place for all of that stuff. God forbid... Something happened here at the house. I had a water leak or, you know, the basement floods or something like that. And this priceless stuff that I had gets destroyed because a lot of them were one-of-one pieces. And uh,
0: that, that sounds, now I needed them. That sounds safer than parked by a car vet.
2: <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I would say.
0: Yep, <laughs> do
2: <laughs> you know, had I thought thought about um about it before I donated donated to all that, I I probably would have put it in a box next to somebody's Corvette in a garage. But I, but I didn't have that option. <laughs>
0: well, as long as the garage is locked, it doesn't matter, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, so- <laughs> There's so much literature out there to have and books and magazines. I mean, God, I'm I'm sitting in my office now surrounded by several thousand books and magazines, and it's just it's great. (laughs) You never add a lot of reading material, you know? But if if you want to read about automobiles themselves, not so much, you know, repairing or restoring or rebuilding, Uh, one of my favorite series of books is The Crestline. Books that came out in the uh, 70s, and each one is hardcover. and uh, I guess there must be about close to 20 volumes. You know, there's one on Cadillac LaSalle, and then you have 70 Years of Chevrolet and the Dodge Stories, and then there's one on Lincoln and Mercury, and Studebaker, and Pontiac, Packard, whatever. And uh, these are all hardcover books, and you know, they're all in black and white. But they detail each specific model for each year that that manufacturer was in business. And, you know, the the photos are are black and white. Uh, They're not the pretty. Uh Uh-oh, break time.
1: Call J.C. Taylor today for a competitive quote on collector car insurance. Give your most prized possessions the attention that they deserve you'll receive agreed value coverage, giving you the peace of mind to know you're always protected. J.C. Taylor has been supporting the hobby with reliable service that has lasted for six decades. Call 888-ANTIQUE or visit jctaylor.com slash awr to get a quote today. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor
3: veteran-owned america's web radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons we wouldn't be able to do this without you if you are not already a patron you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron patrons of america's web radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes join now and receive a free gift while supplies last for more information and to join our family please visit www.patreon.com slash americaswebradio if you have questions contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com and as always thank you for listening when it comes to car magazines are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you, Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published. You can purchase either a single copy for twelve dollars and ninety five plus cents plus three dollars postage, or a one year subscription, four issues, for fifty nine dollars and ninety five cents. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: And now, back to the classic car show on America's web radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello.
0: Man, we're back. Yeah, we're talking about books, and I was talking about the Crestline books. I think I have almost the entire series, including American funeral cars and ambulances and fire engines. There's one on International Harvester, Steam Tractor Engines. And then they have general interest ones, like American Cars from 1930 to 42, and they even have one on Woody. So, uh, yeah, they're great books, great resource. And under each black-and-white photo, there is a, uh, a large caption that tells you the changes, along with the introduction for each year's chapter. And there's are several hundred pages each, and, boy, it's, they're invaluable. In fact, I'm writing now about the viewer's 50 cards for the uh, issue number of Crankshaft Magazine, and uh, I go right through my Crestline line books. I get all the information I need. You don't want to go to Wikipedia or anything online, because a lot of that is just wrong information. So uh, these are written by, you know, noted historians and experts in the field from years ago. So, uh, and and I, I talked to George, uh, the guy who published this stuff. It was George Damon. And I spoke with him when he uh, was living in Sarasota, Florida. I met, I, I drove up there when I lived in Florida to spend an afternoon with him. And he told me he got all his information when he wrote these books direct from the manufacturers. So you know it's correct. It wasn't secondhand information. So uh, I love the Crestline series of books, man. They're great. And, and you can find them used copies for sale at Hershey, you know, anywhere from $20, $25 up to I know the Pontiac one is going for like $100, $150. Bucks. That one's hard to find. But, uh, yeah, great series of books. And then, you know, uh, Krauss, who publishes Old Cars Weekly, they had the, fact, the standard catalog of American cars. Uh, the one is 1805 to 1942, and the other one was 1946 to 1975. And those things are just packed with information, I think, I think the one about, uh, the earlier cars is like 2,000 pages. I mean, it's just an yeah. amazing book and you just have, to have those in the library. I mean, it tells you all the specs, you know, from chassis, wheelbase, and which engines were available, the options, and it's a year by year breakdown for each model, how many were produced. It's just, you know, great stuff. I mean, I'm sure you got copies of those, don't you, Tom?
2: Oh, I do. I've I've got both. Um, I've got a lot of Krause's uh, publications uh, that I've had for years and years and years, and I've got uh, a lot of the Crestline books too. You hit the nail on the head. That's a great series and easy to find too. I, you know, it's not like you'll have to dig forever. You know, like you said, the Pontiac edition and some of the others are a little bit harder to come by, but uh, they're out there and they're easy to get. One that I really enjoyed, another series of books, was the uh, Motor Books series. Uh, one of my favorite authors, uh, Richard M. Langworth. Uh, I love anything he, he ever wrote. Um, you know, I Hudson, the post war years, Chrysler and Imperial, um, Kaiser Fraser, the last onslaught on Detroit. Uh, yep. Just great books. Uh, he just did a really good job. I you know, his the Motorbook series was probably one of the first series of books that I brought into my collection. So they're really dog eared these days because I've I've enjoyed them so much I've gone back and read them and, and reread them. Um, they're just great books. Another really you know, a guy that gets left out a lot, um, and early automotive enthusiast and publisher, Floyd Clymer, uh, the Floyd Clymer series of books. Um, They had everything from technical books to just informational books and fun-to-read books. And for young people, uh, a lot of Clymer's books are fairly uh, simple. Photographs, simple descriptions, things of that nature. Uh, What is it? Henry's Model T is... Uh, one of Climber's books, really neat starter book for, for a young person. Um, I say this because I've been buying those and giving them to young people, and they really enjoy those books. Uh, but Floyd Clymer, lots of those out there, and easy to find, and they're inexpensive. Um, yeah, I have
0: one. I'm looking at it right now my shelf. is Floyd Clymer's Treasury of Foreign Cause. And it was a hardbound book. And, uh, yeah, it's just great stuff. In fact, he published a lot of digest-sized cover books that you could pick up with yes. just a few dollars per sheet or AutoFair or, you know, the Paint swap meet. You could pick them up anywhere.
2: And, uh, boy, they worked. It's just a lot of good information. Yeah, a lot, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of really uh, odd uh, information, eclectic stuff that you find in, in those books that you're talking about, the, the <clears throat> softbacks, um, small books that you could sort of, you know, roll up and stick in your hip pocket, um, but really, really, really cool stuff. You know, anything by Beverly Ray Kimes, huh, yeah. I'm all in. I, Uh, You know the first book uh, by Kimes that I read was Packard. That's a staple. You got to have that book, Um, Beverly Ray Kimes. Anything there? She worked for uh, what was Automobile Quarterly, I believe. Automobile Quarterly.
0: Um, I own Packard book, but I haven't read it yet. It's sitting on my shelf.
2: It's a great book. Yeah. Um, There's another one that she wrote. One of her. One of the last books she wrote um, called I pull it. I'll post it out there, but it's something like scoundrels and scallywags, something like uh-huh. that. It was an SAE published book, but it's about all the people that ripped everybody off uh, back in the twenties and thirties and so forth and teens when everyone was in the car building business. They were you know literally. Back then, hundreds upon thousands of, of automo- pe- automobile manufacturers or people that said they were going to build an automobile. And, of course, they built a lot of investors out of a lot of money. Um, a lot of people got uh, got taken. But uh, that's a really good book, too. I just can't remember the title right off off top of my head. Um, well, you know, Big Himes
0: is, is, is such an accomplished author and... Such an intelligent woman and uh, such a great writer. You know why? But well, she's born and raised in New York City, dude.
2: Oh well, there you go. There you have it. Um, <laughs> she, I think, started at Automobile Quarterly, and I, again, my memory's a little foggy on it, but started at Automobile Quarterly, um, working just working in the office, and then. <laughs> Evolved into this Magnificent writer With All this Information It's just Really really cool Another Cool thing is Automobile Quarterlies Itself Um You know You can buy The editions I have All of them I have them From Number one that? To the very last one I have the whole Set Um Of I'm Automobile Quarterly. I'm missing about A dozen
0: So
2: Hmm uh, Got got them all, and uh, they're great great to read. Uh, varied interest, uh, whether it's American, foreign, what have you. Really, really good stuff. And sadly, of course, they ceased publication. And for my taste, and I mean this, I know you guys all think I'm biased, but the next best thing to Automobile Quarterly, if not, and and honestly, it's it's better because the photography and everything else that goes along with it, and that is, Richard, don't get a big head. Prop your head up. I don't want you to tip over. Crankshaft Magazine
0: is the best
2: publication out there. Yes, it is. It really, really, truly is. I I mean, I've already started rereading the first, first issue just yesterday.
0: Thank you. That's great. Great to hear. Thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, automobile
0: quarterly has always been, you know, the, I guess publication that I always looked up to. It was so well done, professionally done, no slang, you know, uh, nice photography, good layout. Uh, so that's always been my, uh, you know, guiding life. And, uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. But, uh, I suggest you don't invite me to your house because if you do, there'll probably be about 12 copies of your own. will be a quarterly missing because I really need.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they will end up not uh, in <laughs> <laughs> I'll padlock the door. The library door will have a padlock uh, on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, years ago when I was, you know, just the lad, I guess about I was about 18, 19 years old, I'm.
2: Uh, That was during the uh, Hoover administration? Uh, No, Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) Time used
0: to come out with all these series of books, you know, and, you know, uh, musical tapes and things like that. And they came out with a series, a 22-volume encyclopedia called The World of Automobiles. And I I bought it. I think it was like, you know, $5 a book or something like that at the time, which was a lot of money. And then uh, you got one book like every two months. And I got all 22 volumes. I use it all the time as a reference material. Uh, I think all the writers were based in England, but they were some of the best writers uh, in the industry, They're some of the best historians. And there's racing information in there, there's uh, personality profiles, uh, of course, manufacturer profiles, individual cars, you know, racetracks, all kinds of stuff, even mechanical, you know, pieces on pistons and things like that. It's just, it's an encyclopedia, you know, 22 volumes, and it's, you know, it's just absolutely great. I picked up a full set for a friend of mine at Hershey about five years ago, and I paid Fifteen dollars for all twenty-two volumes. So I, I still see them walking around the Hershey Swap Meet. I saw some at Auto Fair in Charlotte, North Carolina last year. And you know, you can find them for you know, usually around fifty bucks for all twenty-two volumes, hardcover. And uh, yeah, they're just great to have. Last break, oh, folks. Sorry, last break.
1: Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888 888- 268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr drive through time with peace of mind jc taylor
3: when it comes to car magazines are you tired of reading about mega dollar collector cars you can't afford or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you then crankshaft is the car magazine for you crankshaft is a 144 page soft cover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories The type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: And now, back to the classic car show on America's Web Radio with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello.
0: We're
2: right back. All right. Mm, howdy. Um, so... You know, there are really, so many good writers out there. Um, people that I really enjoy reading. Uh, one that writes for you, Jim Donnelly. Uh, um, you know, yeah, a lot of his articles life. on race re- racing. Just really, really well done. Uh, great stuff. Just a great read. Uh, Jim is just really talented. Um, really enjoy all of his stuff. Um, for his favorite... Fun books to read. Uh, In fact, I I know you haven't had a chance to read it. I sent you a copy of it. Um, It's just a fun, funny automotive book. Uh, P.J. O'Rourke, who was a humorist, uh, was associated with National Lampoon um, way back when. But uh, he wrote a book about about cars. He was a car enthusiast. And uh, it's P.J. O'Rourke, and the uh, title is uh, Driving Like like crazy and i have laughed myself silly over that in fact first time i was reading that book i was on a flight to california and i'm sitting there reading along and i i just hit one paragraph one sentence and i just just laughed out loud and i mean really loud and everybody turned around and looked at me it was just but it's it's a really good really good book um Anything by Peter Egan, uh, E G A N. Uh, Peter Egan, um, he's a really good writer and uh, a lot of fun, uh, fun, fun read. Um, anything by Peter Egan, he's you know wrote a, written about uh, rusty little British cars, a lot about motorcycles. Um, but you know, if you can go online and, and pick up anything by Peter Egan, you won't regret it it's it's just a great fun fun read um another really good book uh, i forget the author sorry about that um dodge the dodge dynasty it tells the story of the dodge brothers and the dodge family um all the inner family intrigue and everything else uh you know, A little about the cars as well, but it's a really, uh, really in-depth look at the Dodge family. Uh, Just a really great read. A lot of fun, that one. Um,
0: You know, you you, you gave me, you sent me a copy of P.J. O'Rourke's book, and I appreciate that. I haven't read it yet, and you know the problem I have with that book? It's uh very simple. There's no pictures i got to have pictures. <laughs> I just no can't features. look at a page of text. My eyes get tired and I fall asleep.
2: <laughs> i got to have
0: pictures. <laughs> What's well, the reading well, of pictures? I want to see stuff.
2: You know, I, I want to give you a little piece of advice here. Um, you know, I know, you know, you sit there in the evenings, you're reading, and sometimes you probably would like to fall asleep, but um, you know, how do you fall asleep in a chair? How do you fall asleep in a chair? Be old, sit in a chair. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I got half have pictures, folks. Uh, you know, yeah, there's, there's, there's so much reading material out there. There's just so little time to read them all. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a magazine nut, and uh, I love a magazine called The Automobile comes out in uh, is published in England. It's mostly pre-war cars, and uh, I just love that. It's so well-written, and, uh, you know... Lots of photographs. Being, Lots of rust. Yeah. You know, well, you know, uh, no. Uh, they, they call rusty cars oily rags believe it
2: or
0: <laughs> not. I mean, it's an interesting, you know... Uh, I know sports car market calls cars like that... Bright pigs, and uh, at Hemmings we call them drivable dreams, but they call them oily rags, which uh, which is interesting. But uh, that is interesting. You just, you just can't have enough books, you know. Now you know where I bought a lot of books
2: at like major discount. Like, I'm talking Fifth My 60, favorite place. I just hate where? the fact that you moved to Knoxville because I used to be able to go there before oh. you would get there.
0: No, 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 no. This is another place. I've been buying their books since the 70s, and they're like 80 oh, okay. percent. Uh, Edward R. Hamilton. You go to their website, and you order the catalog. The old-fashioned. A catalog comes in the mail. So they have all different categories from, you know, crime, fiction, nonfiction, romance, all this crap, architecture. But they have an automotive section. And I've bought books that have just been published within like within six months, and you get it for 50%, 60% off. So go to Edward R. Hamilton website, and you order yourself a catalog. You'll be amazed what's there. You really will, especially transportation. A lot of railroad books, too, I bought, and uh, airlines, things like that, war. But, uh, yeah, Edward R. Hamilton, that's where I get a lot of books, because I don't like paying the top price, you know? I'm on a fixed budget, and I'm a I'm a struggling publisher, and if I can save you know a few dollars buying books, that's what I do.
2: Well, that's that's why I gave you that book by P.J. O'Rourke. I I figured you wouldn't go out and buy it, so I was like, all right, if it's free, maybe he'll read it. But you're probably like right. using it to like level out your coffee table, you know? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you're not, <laughs> you're not too far off. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, thanks a lot. That'll be the last free book I send you. Um, I am, so I am going yeah, to be Jack Knight. <laughs> yeah, there's there's one chapter in there called uh, "The Last Patrol of Sergeant Dinah Flow," and uh, I just love that. It's one of my favorite. Chapters of any book ever. I uh, just I uh, like that chapter. It's really good, and and you'll you'll get a kick out of it. What is the name of the place that we go to up there in Knoxville with the seat? With oh, the the, music, the, you know, the, the records and everything. Yeah, the bookstore.
0: Oh, oh wow! I just had John faith
2: I know. <laughs> Me too. That's a great place, though. But anyhow, yeah, you never know. You'll have local places that you can go to, and you'll be amazed at the stuff that you find um, tucked away in a dusty corner somewhere. You can buy stuff cheap. Um, Another thing that, you know, it pays to do some research. I was looking for a copy of uh, of the Huttmobile story by Bill, Bill Cuthbert, and I looked online went to Amazon. I mean they were a hundred, two hundred dollars, you know, out of print, rare, blah blah blah. I couldn't find one for less than a hundred bucks. And I'm not quite as cheap as Richard, but let's just say I, I don't mind being thrifty. And I just I'm like, you know, if I have to, I have to, I'll spend the money and because I wanted the book. But then I kept researching you know what I found? The book was still in publication, and so I was able to buy it for thirty-five bucks. And it, wow! It, yeah, had I not kept looking, and I had just paid attention to eBay and to Amazon and the usual sources, I would have never found that it was still in print, still available, and I. Sent my order in. Voila! A few days later, thirty-five bucks. There you go. So sometimes it p- pays to look, you know, long and hard. Um, the Marmon Heritage by Hanley—that's a great book too, uh, detailing the history of the Marmon Corporation. Um,
3: Marmon Does it have pictures?
2: Does oh yeah, picture? it has pictures. Big, big okay. pictures. Not much print. Lots of big pictures. You'd love it. You'd you'd love it. You know, you don't want to overtax overtax that brain of yours, you know.
0: No, Uh, no, you know, the the bookstore in Knoxville that you were talking about is McKay's. Yes. It's a great place. And I think they have an outlet in Chattanooga and also one in Nashville. I mean, the place is the size of Walmart. Used books, records, CDs, all kinds of stuff. It's just amazing, and I bought the two books on Russian automobiles there for twelve dollars each. They were perfect condition; those books. So you know, I had it splurge. I had to spend twenty four dollars, but what are you going to do? But they were worth it.
2: No, it is. It is. It's a great place. Um, yeah, I, well, you know, we got so into favorite authors, favorite books, and all of that good stuff. Um, and all those other scintillating tidbits that we didn't get to favorite tools. So we'll take that up on another installment of Automotive Mayhem. We've only got a minute left, but in that minute, you know what? It's our anniversary. It's our year's anniversary, Richard. Wow, we've been doing this now a whole year. And um, so thank Don't you, to feel everybody. What's Don't that? Don't you feel
0: fortunate? Don't you feel fortunate that you had the opportunity to spend all your Saturdays for the past year with me, talking to me? Don't you feel no, like very
2: fortunate? I'm I'm just privileged to spend Saturday mornings with you. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, <laughs> who would ever have known? You know, I'd be spending my Saturday mornings with with some some kid from Brooklyn. <laughs>
0: Well, you'll be spending, uh, you know, several hours in the car next week when you and I drive to Williamsburg for the AACA Winter Convention. So, uh, you know, it'll be fun. And I enjoyed the last year. We had a good time, and I hope we do another year.
2: It's been great. Here's to a whole bunch more. We'll see you next week, folks. Take care. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank
0: you for listening.